and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, the words of the Holy One, the true one, one has the key, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold fast what you have so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it, and I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven, and my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. There are many doors throughout our lives. The door to this life, the door to school, the door to our career, the door to our marriage, and the door to our death. Remember, some doors were opened and some doors were closed. Some doors we want to enter in, but some doors we don't even want to open it. Remember, Jesus opened the door and entered into Jerusalem. The crowd welcomed him as waving palms and shouted out, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna means save us. They were desperate. But Jesus knew the fate, his fate of entering the door, the death, on the cross. In fact, Jesus didn't want to open the door, but he did it. Which door are you standing in front of now? Jesus introduced himself as one who has the key of David to the church in Philadelphia. Jesus quoted from the book of Isaiah. If you remember the story of Shavna, 
Shevna was a steward in the court of King Hezekiah, who was a good king. But Shevna was full of his own glory and prideful. So the Lord sent Isaiah to proclaim the judgment of Shevna and replaced him with Eliakim and said, I will place on his shoulder the key of the house of David. He shall open and none shall shut, and he shall shut and none shall open. The reason Jesus quoted this passage is because Philadelphia was an open-door city. We love Phillies, especially this week, right? This playoff, we love Phillies. But I'm talking about the city of Philadelphia, of Pennsylvania. We love Philadelphia because not because of base, not just because of baseball team, but because the legacy of openness with freedom. William Penn, who got grant of this land, he named the city Philadelphia because he himself and he was a Quaker, and other Quakers believed everyone had to seek God in his or her own way. So the city of Philadelphia was open door for different faces in Christianity. Because so many Protestant Christians in Europe in 1600 were persecuted and suffered. So they came to Philadelphia for the religious tolerance. And Philadelphia was also a frontier city at the time to the Native Americans. So the city welcomed them as well, and they tried to introduce the European culture, like its name, brotherly love. Jesus examined the church in Philadelphia and said, I know your work. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. Because the Philadelphia in Asia Minor, not in Pennsylvania, but Philadelphia in Revelation was located, also located in the frontier of Roman Empire. So it was a missile city with an open door to introduce Greek culture to barbarians. Philadelphia was not a citadel or fortress city. It was a small city with open door. So they were vulnerable for invasions. So, of course, Christians founded church in Philadelphia for the same reason, as a missional church. There were small congregations, but there were living church. Oftentimes we see church as, oh, that's a church, great church, because they're a big church. They have a large congregation. 
But there's no such a big or small church. Only there's a living church or dead church. Eugene Peterson said, It is possible to think of ourselves as a missile projectile persons capable of being sent to a destination at the direction of Christ. Missile. The missile comes from the same Latin root with the mission, which means being thrown, being sent. Eugene Peterson said, Christ invaded this world to finally rule over us. He was the missile of God with the purpose and destination. Back to the day of Jesus' crucifixion. On that day, Jesus entered the door of Jerusalem to rule as the king, not by the sword, or, but by love, which was his own death. That because it was the greatest love, he ruled Jerusalem as a king. So Jesus was the missile to the people, even they killed him. Remember, we are the missile to people around us. This community, where we live, where we work, even though people don't welcome us, they don't welcome gospel. And we must be opened to this community and witness Jesus. But many people think, many Christians may think, why not Jesus stayed out of Jerusalem so he healed the sick, feed the hungry, and raise the dead and comfort the sorrowful? Why did, just, why did Jesus enter into Jerusalem and die after only three years of ministry? Because Jesus want us to be his mission, his missile. So we must think, keep thinking of sentness always. We're being sent. Not your desire, not your plan but because of the plan of God. Eugene Peterson said, there are sacrifices to be made, enemies to love, friends to serve, the door to help, prisoners to visit, ignorance to confront, cruelty to oppose, hypocrisy to unmask, an open door to the people who need us, to the world where others are waiting for credible witness and a committed friend. Will you go through the open door or will you huddle in the comfort 
of religion. That is bravery test, the test of our witness. Remember, we, the way of a Christian is seeking the doors of unfamiliar, unfriendly, the new ways, the new places, new people, wherever Christ is absent, where Christ is needed, and we open the door and going in. But many churches and Christians just want to be the believers who want to welcome Jesus as their personal Savior, but they don't want to follow Jesus to the cross. But we know the way to be this disciple, carry our own cross and following Jesus. Without cross, we are not followers of Jesus Christ. Many Christians want fellowship, but they don't want hardship. We all experienced when church faces challenges, trials, many Christians leave church. I know first church, you've been through many challenges and pain. And many people left us. But you never go out of this church, but endure patiently. Because we don't come to church because we like it or not. Because we come to church because we made a covenant with God. You made a covenant with God serving Christ through this church. So Jesus promised the church in Philadelphia, Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Remember, this is very important. The Lord entrusted those people who follow false teaching, Satan's lie, deviate the truth of the Holy Scripture. And instead of transformation of inner being of themselves, they being whitewashed. And they claim that they are Christians, but they are not. But we are responsible for them. We're not just deserting them. They are our responsibility. So we must speak up. We must tell the truth. We speak up for their false teachings and wrongdoings in church until they repent and confess the truth of Jesus Christ. Jesus also said, Because you kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of a trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. Jesus doesn't mean he will remove our trial, but keep us 
and be with us and walk with us. Listen, true religion promises God be with them in their suffering and sustain us by defend our inner being. But false religion promise to remove, resolve our problems. Many times they guarantee blessings. That's a false religion. Remember, church has been stronger and purer when they walk with God through the door of persecution and hardship. But when church refuses its challenges and suffering, they become corrupt and degenerated. Apostle Paul said, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. This is unshakable hope. But to have this unshakable hope, we need suffering and we need endurance. We need the character. This is what we need. Unshakable hope. Because of the hope, we can be strong and courageous in our suffering and persecution. And we will prevail over our enemies. So Jesus promised, I'm coming soon. Hold fast what you have, so that no one may seize your crown. We celebrate 150 years of our, our church. We know. We don't even have many people at that time. 1872, there's not many people living in Ephrata. But because this small group of people, they believed the need of a gospel in this village, a small village. They built a church here. And numerous people been through, you can imagine, over 150 years. Our predecessors, and we hold fast what we received, the gospel, just gospel. So today we are small, but we are living church. We are powerful church because we are still open our door. So what is the reward for open-door church? Christ promised, the one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. What does pillar does? We don't have a pillar here, but 
I don't know the st- structure of a building, but something supports this huge building. Pillar support the weight of a building, temple. So being part of this church, being, being church of Ephrathah, we have our heavy burdens. We must endure the weight of our burdens. What is our burden? We must be holy. Being separated from the world, but be in the world. Being open the door to the world, but not following the world. How can we do it? How can we do that? Jesus says, he will make us do it. Like its name, Philadelphia. Philadelphia comes from two Greek words, pillos, adelphos, love, brother, or other peace, sisters. We must be church of Philadelphia, loving our brothers and sisters, by knowing Christ. Then Jesus promised, if you know the Christ, if you love your brothers and sisters, then he promised one last thing. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven in my own new name. What does that mean? Write his name on us. The name of city, the new Jerusalem, on us. It is. We put the name tag, God's name. We put the new Jerusalem on us. What does that mean? It means people know you. People around you, they confess. They must confess. I really believe God because of you, Ed. DJ, I believe in Jesus Christ. He died for me because of you. Your children must say, Mom, I know how much God loved me because of your love for me. Dad, I love Jesus Christ. I know that because of you, Dad. That is our goal. That is our goal. That is our mission. And when we do that, how amazing it is this, when this community, after the community people say, confess that God is living and powerful because our churches, because the first church, because after the community church, because of these churches, we confess God is living and powerful. That is our goal. That is our mission. And we are the missile launched and targeted this community to confess that we are New Jerusalem. So it is hard. It is not easy. 
then, but it is our job. Beloved Church of Ephorda, we are in Ephorda, not in Philadelphia. But we must be Church of Philadelphia loving our brothers and sisters as open door. And today we are standing at the door like Jesus. We're standing in front of our community, the people you live with, you work with. And we have our own challenges and situations, suffering and persecution. Will you go through the door? Or will you huddle in the comfort of religion? Because you are a believer of Jesus Christ, who is your personal Savior. We cannot huddle in front of the door. We have to open the door and we have to go in. Going into their situation, let them come to your life. Invite them. That is our mission. So let's test every day our witness by being a missile, being sent to the people we work with, living with, neighboring with. Let's test our witness. Be the example of Jesus Christ. So, the people, we all together, we pray together, rule over us, Christ our King. That is our mission. That is your calling and my calling. And God entrusted you, those people around you, to you. Amen.